Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My, My Ship, Ship Story. story. <laughs> God, that was terrible. Welcome to another episode of My Ship Story Podcast. Hey, we're coming to you on a on a Sunday morning, so that means we've probably got somebody from Europe, which we kind of have to do because the time difference is such a, a a bitch, basically. But we're excited to have this guest on. Uh, but before we get to him, uh, let's check in with the guys. Eric, are you fully awake yet? Are um, you? Yes, I'm awake. Uh, okay. I, I was uh, I was supposed to have a very lazy Sunday where we're supposed to have snow. So I figured I wasn't going to leave the house. So I decided to just lay in bed on my phone. And then I see the text of our meeting starts in eight minutes. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I ran downstairs and uh, yeah, got the heat on in my office and everything's good. It looks like it's finally starting to get slushy out there. So, yeah, I don't think I'll be leaving the house today. So, yeah. And uh, Scott, you're here on the right day. It's a good thing that we all got here on the same time because yeah. uh, I was ready for the podcast yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Scott freaked us all out because we get this text of, uh, okay, meeting ID, passcode. And we're like, what? Oh my God, I put it on the wrong day. I've put this on the wrong day and we're all messed up. And, uh, but that's what I, I was freaking out because I was with a client and I was just like, oh, my God, did I get this wrong? I am like out looking at houses. I'm like, I, I can't, this is impossible. And yeah. then I saw that it, luckily it was uh, yep. Scott. Scott yeah, yeah. not 90, 90 something episodes now. And um, we, we we really still have troubles with this. We really <laughs> do. We struggle with this almost every single time. But uh, but anyway, yeah. uh, like I mentioned, our guest today is coming to us from France. I got in touch with him on one of the Facebook posts uh, for the Viking Serenade, and uh, we'd like we'd like to welcome to the podcast Richard Fernandez. Welcome! Thanks for being Hello. on. Hey there. Hi, Thank Richard. You. How are? Hello, uh, Brad. Hello. Thank you for for let me letting me in the, the podcast. Hello. Scott, hello, Eric. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Richard, tell us a little bit about how you got started working on ships. How did it how did it happen for you? Did you did you plan on working on cruise ships or was it just something that kind of happened uh, by accident? It's not really an accident. Um, when I was about 16, uh, I started to uh, to work in catering and hospitality uh, industry. So there's a couple of years ago. After that, uh, I stayed in working in hotels, bar, restaurant. Uh, at that time, I was uh, living in uh, in south of France, uh, French Riviera. At the age of 27, I started to uh, to thinking about working on. Well, the f the first thing I, I wanted to work on was yachts because you know when when you're working on the on the seaside in south of France, it's nice. It's like a postcard. And in front of you, you've got yachts. And that's a, for your young guy, it's a dream, you know. But at that time, it was really difficult to go in that industry because it was in 91 and there was no agency like now. There was no informations. There was no uh, internet. There was no uh, mobile phone. There was really nothing. So it was not so easy to to get in that uh, in that job. I had the chance that there was a newspaper that uh, was specially uh, 
done for people who were working in, uh, in the catering and hospitality industry. And they had a couple of international uh, job offers. And one day I find uh, looking for waiters, uh, Caribbean cruise, Royal Caribbean Cruise Line in California. I said, okay, let's go, there. bingo. So I write to, uh, to the, the office was in Paris. So I answer to the, to, the, to the offer. And so I get an appointment in Paris for an interview. And a couple of weeks after I was in Miami. And that was in 1991? That was in 1991, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's same, 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 same time that we all, we all were starting. So um, did you go from Miami to LA or did you get on a ship there in Miami first? It was a couple of weeks in Miami. And after that, we went to San Diego. Were you doing anything uh, there in Miami or were you just waiting? No, for no, a ship just, to... Well, just uh, going for the medical um, stuff or like that, all the papers, you know, administration, making my papers correct, the visa. You thought, that, well, this uh, is a good job. <laughs> did you have any thoughts when they said, hey, you're going to the Viking Serenade? Did you know anything about it? Or were you just like, yeah, way, y- yay, a ship, finally. <laughs> yeah, finally. But I didn't have any idea uh, about the ship. Uh, well, the only thing uh, I knew is that he was uh, in refit. It was brand new. It was getting uh, with uh, with new furniture, and it was getting new, like new. That's the only thing I, I knew about that. Kinda. <laughs> I mean, I I would hate to have seen it before they did a lot of work on it because I was there in I think '93 ish, and man, it still needed some work. <laughs> <laughs> the hallways, you know, were just undulating. <laughs> Sorry, Scott, I stepped on you. Go ahead. When did you find out or did they tell you that it used to be a, a car? Was it called car carrier cargo? It was a ferry, like a car, yeah. a car ferry before it was no, a cruise no. ship. No, no, it was just, uh, was just knowing that uh, it was a cruise ship. Uh, I think I knew the, the trip it was for one week uh, going to uh, Catalina Island and Ensenada. And coming uh-huh. back to San Diego, that's the only thing uh, I knew about it. What was your experience uh, as you boarded the ship and and looking around and seeing everything? Like, what was your what was your thoughts? Wow, 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 wow! I said uh, it's uh, incredible. That's uh, it was uh, getting out of all the, the the things that I was I thought, and uh, it was really the dream was coming true. So it was re- for me, it was a dream. Eh? to work on on, on the cruise ship because I had the chance when I was four. To, to travel with my, my father, my parents, and going to Australia. So I was spending one month on a cruise ship from, a, from Holland to, uh, to Sydney. So it was, uh, I think it was something wow. in mind since a long, long time. A month? That, that cruise wow. was a month? At that time, yeah, yeah well, it was in 69, and I was four, uh, four years old, and we were leaving from Rotterdam, Rotterdam, and uh, going to Sydney. One wow. Month. That's a quite a fantastic trip. ship. That's that's, that's oh. a schlep. So what was it like for you when you got on the ship and started work and mm. did the work that you were expecting? Was the work what you were expecting once you got on board? When I arrived, I was waiter. Well, a bit higher. I had about 10 years of experience working in restaurants and hotels. So I had a kind of experience. Uh, so you didn't no have problem. to go on as a busboy. You went straight on as a waiter. At all. Busboy. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Directly. Yeah. And I find a French guy. I find a French guy on that boat. And uh, well, the job uh, was really hard. Really, really, really hard. 
And yeah. that's when I, when my dream, I come back to reality. We were four in a cabin, four guys oh, in a no. cabin. So uh, I used to, uh, you know, in the morning, uh, take my breakfast, wake up nicely. But on the boat, you know, it's uh, on the door. Come on, bass boy, wake up, wake up, wake up. Okay, I'm coming. You know. No, it was yeah. it was really it was really i said okay it's it's gonna be hard but uh, i'm gonna stay i'm gonna i'm not gonna go back in france uh, after two weeks you know i have to stay and and uh, i'll do the job and see i need that experience so i'm here for that so uh, keep on going when you say you got up for breakfast like what time did you get up as a, a bus boy a bus boy if i remember well uh, it was around 6 30 something like that to, we had two services of breakfast. It was at seven, seven thirty, and another one at nine, something like that. Two services. There was about uh, two thousand and five hundred uh, guests on board, passengers on board at that time. How long yeah. did you uh, were you a bus board before you moved into a waiter? Uh, about uh, two months. Oh well, that's months, good. Months, yeah. And was yeah. that was that life better? Or was the work environment better? It was a bit better because uh, when you're a bus boy, you you really you really have to be careful with all the furniture you you have uh, with you to to serve the the, the passengers, and uh, you have to really have to. 24 knife, 24 forks, uh, 24 plates. And when when they have finished uh, the main course, you go back to make all that wash, you know, and you have to wait all that furniture who comes back clean. And, and then when you, you get it back clean, you see that you, you're missing two forks, <laughs> two knives. And you don't have more to, to go back to your tables, you know? So you go in and see the washing guy and you said, listen, you didn't saw my fork and my knife. No, man, no, I didn't saw your fork and your knife. But if you want, I can sell you a couple of ones. <laughs> One dollar ah, the fork. What? One dollar the knife. I said, come on, it's mine. <laughs> you took my fork and my knife and you're selling me. And when it was rude at that time, now it makes me good souvenir. But it was it was rude. There was no really help between everybody. It was really, you're by your own and you, you have to be careful. It's a, you know, it's kind of a, it's special. Huh? And, and I think also, again, because... Because there were not a lot of French people on board, I think that probably made it a little more challenging where if you had all like large groups of Jamaican, large groups of Filipinos that kind of, I think, may may look out for one another a little bit more than just if you're kind of on your own there um, as far as nationality goes. Something something that um, people that have, have not cruised back then, um, the waiters were really kind of semi-entertainers i don't think they do as much entertaining uh, now as as they did back then but you know they really they really hustled and entertained and did did all kinds of stuff that's right yeah. uh, right because we had uh, we, were, we were living with tips yeah it was uh, for the bus boy it was one dollar one dollar fifty fifty thirty and for the waiter it was two dollars or three dollars i don't remember well but we had uh, four dinners in the week. It was Mexican, Italian, French, and uh, Italian, French. I don't remind the, the last Caribbean? one. Maybe no, Caribbean? Maybe Caribbean. Well, they were in California, so it wouldn't have been oh, Caribbean. 
Mexican, Mexican, well, no, Mexican, French, Mexican. Italian, Italian Amer and American. American. Oh, American. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that makes sense. That makes sense. So we had to we had to uh, put a costume and uh, and sing songs. Uh, you know, uh, each time we are the world. We are the world. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was your your the the other French uh, uh, guy that was on there. Was he your roommate? Did they put you guys together? No, 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 no. No. Uh, even in the cabin, we asked to 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 be together in the cabin and. Uh, was not done so uh, no. hmm. when you're a waiter did they give you a list of things like hey you're gonna have to sing these songs or or when did they tell you that you're gonna have to you know sing or, or entertain or do something fun and stuff and were you like what are you talking about no 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 no, no, English. no 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 we didn't have any information about that i mean he's just looking at the other guys how how they were doing that we understood uh, how we had to play the, the game because if you're not uh, if you're not if you're not funny if you don't try to make entertainment with the passengers but you don't have uh, better tips that you you should have um, if, if you make <laughs> magic tools things that you make love the children and uh, then then you can have a nice envelope at the end of the week are you warmed up are you ready to to tell one of your stories stories yes i've got a lot of stories uh, in let's, my bag a lot yeah a lot, let's uh, get into one let's get into one my name is Richard Fernandez, and this is my ship story. So the thing when you're a waiter, you you can't go to the swimming pools on the other decks. You can't be mixed with the passenger when you finish your job. You can go to the discotheque. You can go anyway. Just finish your job and you go back to your cabin. When you're 25, like I was 27, the thing is that when you, you're spending uh, three, four months on, on the boat and you can't go out and you... You're doing your job, your job every day. Is that sometimes uh, when you see nice girls or in the passengers, you you try to be nice when you serve them at the restaurant? How can you talk a little bit with a nice girl who is passengers? Well, you it's when you're serving them at a table at breakfast, at lunch, and at dinner time. And the thing, well, I don't know if I can really tell that because well, now this you can tell it. You yeah, can tell you it. Can. Prescription and there's about uh, it was in '91. So the thing is that uh, she gives you her cabin number. Once you finish your job, you go and you phone her in your cabin. You just ask her, can you let a little bit the door open of your cabin? <laughs> okay, so I'm coming to having a bottle of wine, two glasses, and getting on the ship and trying not to be uh, catched by Felix, the security guy. <laughs> little filipino guy little but very strong you know you don't want to play with him so the thing was that you you were looking in the corridors large corridors very very large corridors and you were waiting to see felix crossing at the end of the corridor going back and when you don't see him anymore you start to running very 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 fast <laughs> and you jump in the cabin of the girl hoping that the door is open because if it was closed the door uh, you don't look smart huh? so the door open woof, you go in the cabin like that having a just uh, having a couple of hours having a little glass of wine with, with the the nice uh, passenger and uh, once uh, when you when you go you want to go back to your cabin it's the same game Open slowly the door, you look in the corridor if you don't see Felix, and if you don't see him, you run again and you go back to your cabin. How often was that part of your routine? <laughs> oh, it was not so often, not so often. Uh, when you had the chance to, to have the, the, the cabin number, not all the time. <laughs> now, would you say that uh, maybe that happened like once a week or once every few weeks or once a month or oh, once yeah, a contract? Oh, yeah. Well, once uh, once a month, something like that, you know, after you, 
you don't try to play too much because if you get catch, you get fired. So you, you be careful and you try to be a bit. Uh, now, bit when you're at the when you're at the table and you are, you know, spotted a, a girl that you fancy, um, what is the what is the game like? How What's the approach? Do you just, you know, when you're giving her a role, you say, would you like to meet later? <laughs> well it's not well it's just what i call a visual conversation with the eyes she make you understand and maybe she would like to see uh, after after your job usually you don't you don't go and speak to her and tell her tell me what's your cabin number because it's playing with fire but yeah uh, oh yeah it, it's called flirting scott <laughs> well, you, you you wait that she comes to you because uh, she can be dangerous. Yeah, that's right. That's some, right. Some people pay extra for that. <laughs> um, go go ahead and tell us another one. Well, a great story was in yeah in ninety one. We went the, the the ship was being reserved by uh, I think scientific people um, who was the job to to study the cosmos and and we went to San Luca was uh, near Mexico in coastal Mexico San Luca and there was um, an eclipse. It was the sun eclipse of the of this of this of the of the year of the cycle of the cycle of the it was incredible. It was uh, from uh, one one hour in the afternoon, uh, from daytime going to nighttime. That was a great, great souvenir. There's a there's a couple of uh, videos on YouTube who where you can find that. Another story I can tell is uh, my my first breakfast. Uh, it was to make uh, grill my toast. So uh, you got four machine with uh, four lines of guy, and you're waiting there with uh, your couple of toasts to make him grill. Once it grill, you go back to the restaurant to, to serve them. So I was in the queue, and uh, once I was in front of the machine to put my toast in, then I, I get a, a really uh, in my shoulder. Pow! The guy gave me a really uh, shot in the shoulder. Took my toast, throw them away. Look at me and put his thumb under his uh, the neck, and like it was. You know, like a sign of I'm gonna cut your neck. You know. Yeah. Whoa. That that was a Filipino. And really? I yeah, I understood that 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 time that there was kind of mafia on board. You know, that that was the boss of the Filipino. Uh -huh. Maybe he, maybe he he stole my fork and knife. <laughs> and so after that, I understand that there's two ways to continue the the job. I mean, or you you look the floor, or you look at him in the eyes, and uh, you show them that you're not scared about uh, even if you just two French on board and they are uh, two hundred on board. And that was the game. So I said, wow. Also, I thought I was a little bit in prison. Also, you know, because if you don't make you respect yourself, I think uh, you, you go uh, you go in troubles. No, was there ever any any was there ever any fights on board with the wait staff or everybody knew that if you get if you go for a fight you get fired and in the crew mess once i saw a fight yes so i'm just curious because it, it this sounds like it was pretty rough going from the start like until you get settled in but how long did you make the full contract or and did you come back for another contract no no i just uh, do one contract Okay. And you were like, okay, that's good. I did. My, <laughs> I did worked on a ship and that that's fine. I, it's time to go. Yes. Because especially like I, uh, I said, uh, uh, the first thing I wanted to work on yachts, but uh, it was very difficult to work on yachts. They, they were always asking, do you have an experience about it? We, we need, this, there's a spe special mentality about working on, on yachts, blah, 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 blah. I said, okay. So I went to work on cruise ship. And when I come back, 
to, to France, I said, okay, look, now I've got the experience. Now I've got the mentality. I can work on your, it's yeah. a bit uh, stupid, but it's like that. Yeah. So, I would think the experience would be very different because just the, just, just the volume um, alone and the environment of having so many people working close together would be quite different from working on a yacht. It, um, or what, what do you think? Oh, it's completely different, completely different <laughs> because yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's uh, day and night. Did you only work on just one cruise ship? Yeah. Only just one cruise ship. Yeah. Okay. And so after, after you, after you left the Viking serenade, you went back to France and you started working on yachts. Was it, uh, did, how, how was the structure? Did you have like a contract where with a company that puts you on different yachts or did you just have to scramble uh for for a contract every time well when i came back there was still no agency and, uh, and nothing to to give you your your cv and to be employed in so uh, i came back to work on in a hotel and uh, and at that time there was a guy a cook who was working on the ship already and who gave me the who introduced me to the to the captain in the yacht world it's it's really about um how do you say from mouth to ear, you know, the, you have to, it's a small world, you know, you have to know somebody to come yeah. in. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, now it's know. changed yeah, because if you go to Antibes in the South of France, we've got a lot of agency really changed. Now it's really, uh, uh, there's a good organization about that, about the contracts, about the insurance, about all those things, because uh, this 30 years ago, there was no insurance. There was no contract. It was really okay. You want to work? Okay. Come on board. And uh, but now it's, it's uh, really, uh, the organization and uh, the safety and everything is better for sovereign people who want to work on. It's really better now. How long did you work on yachts? On yachts, I spent about six years. Oh, okay. All right. Six All right. Years. Do you have a Do you have a story from your yacht days? A story about my yacht days. A couple of stories about my. So the thing is that I was working for a for a Saudi guy, and uh, we were doing about three months on the Mediterranean. And finishing in September, and uh, at the end of September, I had to finish my contract. And uh, at the end of September, he told me, do you have a passport? I said, yes. I said, he said, okay, tomorrow you come with me in New York. So after that, I was, uh, I spent my time, winter time, uh, just with you, just with him alone uh, for his business, going to New York, uh, Spain, uh, Switzerland. And uh, that was great. I, I didn't, uh, I was not waiting for that. I didn't know about that. What were you doing traveling with him? What was your job? On the on the yacht, I was chief steward. So they were, the family was, it was on the 60 meters. No, I mean, so, when you were going to New York and, and the other places, yeah, you and, know, you said you went. Chief, chief steward, so I was just okay. taking uh, care about them for breakfast, lunch, everything. And when I was just with him, well, I, I was, uh, one example, we were going in Switzerland, we were going to the hotel, so uh, he took his room, he took a special room where we take off the bed and everything, we put a table with a, with a fax, with a telephone, where the, there was no computer at that time, but there was a special room for me to stay in the room and uh, to wait for messages that he that somebody can call him or for appointments, things like that. So I was staying in the daytime uh, waiting for messages that he could have. And after that, when he was coming back around six o'clock in the evening, taking care about his clothes, you know, like a butler a little bit. Yeah, I was like going to say, it sounds like a butler. butler. Mm, that was it, yeah. Yeah, and after yeah, that, in summertime, yeah. I was coming back uh, with the family. And uh, I really yeah. like to stay with him alone, you know, because... <laughs> His wife was, was not the same. <laughs> I was making good, good tips with him. Now, was the money was the money different, better, or worse than the cruise ships when you were on yachts? Oh, it was really better. Already, already better. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it was so it's a it was a private yacht. It wasn't a yacht that was being chartered every every no, so often. It was just not. one family and and you were on the ship taking care of them. On that yacht, yes. And but on the other yacht that I've done, there was doing charter also. Okay, so you've so done a little we, of both. We were going in the Caribbean and he was um, the charter was kind of a world champion fisherman of uh, marlin uh, fish. So we were staying around the Caribbean waiting for the guy who come from Europe. Uh, and when we, he was on board, we spent one month with him going fishing around um, uh, Venezuela, Caracas, and all those places to, to fish. And uh, after that, we will come back to uh, to friends yeah any, I mean, any interesting sounds... fun stories funny stories in those days on the yachts well we had great moments because uh when we when the guy uh, rent the boat uh, for one month we spent around six months in the caribbean we were just working for one month and oh, after wow. that You've got five months fishing, jet ski, uh, having great life. Wow. That sounds a lot easier than the six months you spent on a cruise ship. <laughs> uh, it was completely different. But, uh, yeah. you know, even 30 years later, 35 years later, I don't, uh, it really stays like a good experience. Let me ask you back on the cruise ship uh, when you were um, hooking up with the, with the ladies, um, where's, the, where's the craziest place that you've done it on a cruise ship? Oh, the craziest uh -huh. is in the cabin with the three guys sleeping. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny. Uh, huh. And when I think about it now, I even don't know how I could do that, you know? Right. I, I don't do think that. they were fully asleep. I don't know, but it was crazy. But there was no nowhere else you can go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can't stay in public areas because then you'll get caught. So you have to I go. Know. Her cabin or your cabin. That's it. Pretty now, much. did that happen with the other guys too? Where, where, you know, where the ladies were like, shh, be quiet, put, like put a pillow over your, you know. <laughs> did, did that happen with the other guys bringing females back as well? No, no, that I, that I knew. No, no, no. I didn't saw anything special. No. Maybe they have better places to go. <laughs> they didn't um, tell me the places everybody keeps his places <laughs> they're secret secret, secret places. places yeah <laughs> did you have any uh times like I, I don't know how it works on yachts i'm really unfamiliar other than watching the tv show mm -hmm. um did you have any times when maybe you almost missed a ship or almost missed a yacht yes i have to say yes Tell us about it. Uh, on the cruise ship, it was at the end of the, my contract. And um, when we arrived after one week, so we were in uh, San Diego and we just had, had time to go uh, uh, to buy some uh, toothpaste, you know, have a beer on in the bar in San Diego. So we have a couple of hours. And that was the time that the, the new passenger come on board. Okay, And um, once I uh, went with uh, William, the French guy, so we make to, to make a pool, having a couple of beers. And it was time to come back to the ship. So we arrive at time to take the ship. And I, I look at the ship and I said to William, uh, I'm not coming on board. I said, what are you doing? I said, no, I'm not coming on board. I'm fed up with all that. I'm going to stay around and visit Hollywood, Los Angeles, <laughs> uh, whatever. So we think about jumping the ship. And, uh, and I said, uh, you want to stay with me? 
He said, uh, no, I'm going back to the ship. So he went back to the ship and I spent one week uh, visiting uh, visiting uh, Hollywood. And, oh, so you didn't go you, back to the ship? You didn't go back to the ship. <laughs> one week later, after I had a nice visiting uh, on the coast, had a good time, I came back to the ship. And that moment that the custom, uh, custom who, who took my, my visa and uh, canceled it, I couldn't uh, work anymore. I had two choices. Uh, you always stay on board. You can put a foot uh, in the United States or you, you quick. Okay, I'm going to go back to France. Okay. So I stopped my contract at that moment. And uh, well, when it was time to go back, uh, I said to the company, listen, uh, I don't have money. So uh, how is it going to go for the, 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 the return to France? And uh, they say, okay, you, we are, we're having you the, the ticket for the plane. You go, you take the plane in, uh, in Mexico. You have to go in Mexico to take the plane because you can't put another foot in uh, in the United States. So in San Diego, you can go to take the plane. You have to go in Mexico. So, uh, okay. And I told them, I don't have any money. Don't worry. In Mexico, uh, you've got the hotel paid, everything. Uh, okay. So there's a guy who, who took me in Ensenada in the car, Mexican guy. Two hours later, we were in Tijuana. I spent one night in jail because I didn't have any visa. So that was funny. Yeah. Well, it was funny. I was in jail and at the moment, and the, there's a lady who came and said, you're hungry? Okay, go and let us in the street and go and take us six tacos, please. And you come back. Okay, no problem. <laughs> so uh, I spent one night and uh, the other morning we went to Mexico. And uh, when I arrived in Mexico, there was a guy waiting for me with a Royal Caribbean cruise line, Richard Fernandez. And he said, it's you. Yeah, it's me. So I told him, uh, listen, I don't have any money. So the hotel is uh, all in charge, everything. He said, don't worry. The the hotel is in charge. You just have to pay $150. Uh, I said, sorry. Uh, yes, the hotel is $150. And and, um, and you have to give me 100 bucks because I came to pick you up. Are you joking or something? And, uh, and he said to me, listen, wait for me. I'm going to go and get the car. So the guy went and take the car. And uh, I was thinking, and I was looking at the taxi going outside and running. I went outside and I asked the guy, do you know a nice hotel for a cheap, nice hotel? Yeah, for $15, I can find you a hotel. I said, okay, let's go. So I took the taxi and went with the guy. He found me a nice hotel and I took my plane the other day. And the guy from Royal Caribbean, I think he's still looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I am surprised because I knowing, especially from Ensenada, most flights from Ensenada, if you're going to Europe or going anywhere, you're going to stop to the United States unless it went through Mexico City and there was a direct flight from Mexico City. Yeah, the guy took me uh, in Ensenada. We went to Tijuana. Uh -huh. And after he bring me to Mexico, and I took the Mex uh, Mexico Paris, I think. Oh, so Mexico City, Paris, you flew yeah, through cool. Mexico City. Oh, okay, that makes more sense because I, I know that I've just had to deal with crew before that were stuck that could not transit the U.S. And getting them out of some of those Mexican cities, the only way to transit the most often is through the United States. So it becomes really difficult to get somebody uh, you know, across the world without going to the U.S. We're about out of time, Richard. Do you have anything else that you want to tell us before we start talking about your podcast? So I'm, I'm curious, where where in France are you now? Well, now I'm in Normandy. Ah. Normandy, it's uh, Dieppe, oh, exactly. Dieppe, it's really in the north of uh, of France. Now, is that the is that where you're originally from in that area <laughs> in France? Uh, I'm originally from uh, from south of France, from Cannes. I met. Uh, met a girl from Dieppe so okay. uh, two children two kids later uh, I came back to Dieppe and uh, and finally I find a I find a job in, in, 
in Jep, who is perfect for me now. And you said you were working on a ferry or something, right? So you are you on a ferry? Yeah, there's about 16 years. I'm uh, I'm a purser on ferries now. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. you're a purser now. Me and Eric yeah. are pursers. Yeah, we're pursers. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're pursers. We were really? pursers. So yeah. now, if you're you're working on a purser on a ferry, do you have any specific stories of interesting things that has happened on the ferry rides? Because that's a ship too. So interesting story. There's a well. Yeah, we've got a berth on board. A berth on board crossing. Uh, well, there's things. And not so did you deliver it? Is it named after you? Oh, no, it's the, no, no, it's the captain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm a bit sensible with those things. <laughs> it's the captain who did that very well. Well, no, there's about a couple of months ago, there's a, a colleague of us who gave the arm uh, the arm scratch completely no one bad accident for that. Well, no, now I'm <laughs> I'm get uh, I get in the ferry story. I was forty, and uh, no, now I'm, I have a nice uh, wife. I don't have the same stories that I had on cruise ships, <laughs> so guys. So I'm sorry. So you keep have... it pretty low key on the ferry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't have a crispy. So now I'm a, I'm a person. How long is the crossing? How long is the well, ferry I, crossing that you're so on? So I, I spent 10 years on the Dieppe New Haven. It's about four hours crossing. And uh, since six years now, I'm in Calais. Calais is the biggest ferry port yeah. in Europe. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm, we're doing Calais-Dover. It's about 90 minutes. Oh, so, oh, wow. it's very, it's very so, so you do several trips a day or just up and back or just or five trips more? Five trips. Five, five trips, trips a day. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Non-stop. Yeah. Now, now in all your ferry, ferry days, yacht days, and maybe cruise ship days, which um, in general, which nationality is the most pain in the ass? Oh, I can answer that. That's going to be yeah. Americans. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have, we don't have any. Oh, you say, mean, you there mean can't be that many. Uh, yeah. In general, all your experience or, or maybe the worst nationality in ferries and then or the cruise ship the, the worst <laughs> you could say uh, americans that's a word. passenger or crew passengers i think french people <laughs> <laughs> i think french people no american you're american english are english i mean well with now nah, even french we all have our our good ways but french people are very hard when they are in holidays <laughs> you you bet you're coolest american and english are coolest and well i mean in, I mean, I really don't think there's that all that much difference really uh, among nationalities. We're all basically the same. You have this spectrum of people, no matter what nationality you are, you're going to get, you're going to get nice people and, and complaining people, no matter where yeah. they're from in the world. You're, you're right, right. You're right. Yeah. 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 There's so just a, a quick question that's not really ship related, but with the last name like Fernandez, which doesn't sound French, it sounds very Spanish. <laughs> is is your is your family history back to say that same thing so that if anybody hears you in in France, um, uh, do that same thing in French? Okay, but I invite all the all the auditeurs to listen to the podcast Job Abord, the only podcast. Français maritime qui vous invite, qui invite tous les acteurs et les actrices liés au monde maritime de l'hôtellerie restauration, mais pas que, de venir me rejoindre pour parler de leur expérience professionnelle, leurs anecdotes 
Et ce podcast vous évitera de naviguer en eau trouble et de prendre de large. À bientôt. I wanted to say also, um, I'm a trainer, a seat uh, who's Richard Fernandez, where you can go. And uh, I work also for uh, schools where I explain all the jobs, uh, catering and hospitality job on ferry, on, cru on cruise ships uh -huh. and on yachts. Mm -hmm. So I work with schools and uh, I make training on board also for the people. Who, oh, good. About that, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank, thank you, you so good. much. Thank, thank you. you so much. We'll let you go. Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye. Bye, bye. Thank you. Bye. I, he had some, no, I think he has some really good life experiences. I, I love his attitude. Uh, he has a really he has the, the right attitude when it comes to like working on chips, which mm -hmm. is which is great. So I got to put him in touch with my my friend. Yeah, and he's got the, the kind of a similar mindset, you know. Uh, ready to share his experience and help other people with their kind of dream of, of working on ships or yachts or whatever they want to do. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!